Welcome to AI Meets Productivity, the weekly podcast where I, Trevor Lawbear, a productivity expert, talk to GPT about topics related to productivity, artificial intelligence, and where the two intersect. In today's topic, we're going to be talking about doing an annual review. This is in response to a workshop that Anne Laura just did from Nest Labs, the Year in Review 2023 workshop. And we're going to be talking about a couple different things related to that workshop. The reasons for an annual review, instinctive drafting, what it is and how to do it, the plus minus next method of evaluating things, of doing um, reflection, and then just review some of her categories and then some of my categories and how I think about time use and doing reviews. So let's get started. Thanks for the intro, Trevor. I'm thrilled to be here. Annual reviews are such an essential part of personal and professional growth. They help us take stock of where we've been, what we've achieved, and where we're headed. The concept of instinctive drafting particularly catches my interest. It seems like a fresh, intuitive approach to reflecting on the past year. Plus, the plus-minus-next method sounds like a practical tool for evaluation. I'm also curious to hear more about Anne Lore's categories and your perspectives on time use. Let's dive into these fascinating topics. Okay, let's start with the reasons for annual reviews. There were four that were presented during the talk. And the the first one was growth, what did I learn? Clarity, what matters to me? Planning, what are my priorities? And gratitude, what am I thankful for? What do you think about those categories, ChatGPT? Do those seem like good categories? Would you add any? Would you change any in any way? Those categories sound really comprehensive and thoughtful. I wouldn't necessarily change these categories, but I might suggest adding adaptability as a category. It's about how we've adjusted to changes and challenges. This could give a more rounded view of our resilience and flexibility over the year. What do you think, Trevor? Ah, that's interesting. I would actually maybe even expand that a little bit broader into something like systems or something like that, where we're looking back and saying, what systems helped support us in the previous year? What systems can we build in the next year to support us? So it's kind of like adaptability, but a little bit broader. Absolutely, Trevor. Viewing systems as a broader concept does make sense. Systems encompass not just adaptability, but also how various elements of our work and life interact and influence each other. Incorporating a systems perspective into annual reviews could offer deeper insights into how different aspects of our life and work are interconnected and impact our overall productivity and well-being. (laughs) That's not exactly what I meant by systems, but that is an interesting approach. How do you do a systems analysis? Um, I don't think that, I think that's a little bit more analytical than we wanted today. So let's jump to the plus minus next method of reflection that was used in the annual review. So in this review, for each of the different dimensions that we looked at, we asked what went well, what didn't go so well, and what will you focus on next year? ChatGPT, what do you think about those three questions as a way to review our year? Those three questions in the plus minus next method offer a well-rounded approach to reviewing the year. They encourage a comprehensive look at both the positives and negatives, and importantly, they guide future actions. One asking what went well helps in recognizing and celebrating successes, 
which is crucial for motivation and understanding what strategies or habits are effective. 2. What didn't go so well prompts honest introspection about challenges and setbacks. This is key for learning and growth, as it helps identify areas for improvement. 3. What will you focus on next year? Shifts the perspective to future growth and goal setting, using insights from both the positives and negatives of the past year. This method seems effective for a balanced, reflective, and proactive annual review. It's not just about looking back, but also about moving forward with purpose. What's your perspective on this approach, Trevor? Did you find it helpful in your own review? I thought it was incredibly helpful, especially because we used something called instinctive drafting to run through nine different dimensions of our lives. And I think if you were trying to do a more comprehensive review or a not so simplified method, it wouldn't have gone so quickly. And part of the the benefit of doing this approach was we were able to get through nine different dimensions in 30 minutes. So what Ann Laura uh, proposed is that for each dimension, we had one minute for each question, um, and there were uh, nine questions, so that's 27 minutes. And we we're supposed to basically do bullet points or just do very quickly, like what is your intuitive hit, instinctual hit on what your annual review is. And the idea is that this is a rough draft that you can go back and edit and expand it later. And I really like that intuitive drafting idea that just kind of get something on paper and then you can go back and review it. The instinctive drafting approach you described sounds incredibly efficient and effective, especially for covering nine different life dimensions in such a short time. The idea of limiting each question to one minute per dimension is a smart way to keep the process focused and fast-paced. It encourages quick, instinctive responses, tapping into immediate feelings and thoughts. This can often lead to more authentic and insightful reflections than overthinking might produce. Moreover, the concept of treating this as a rough draft is a great way to alleviate pressure. It allows for initial thoughts to be captured quickly with the understanding that there's room to revisit and refine them later. Do you think this approach has changed your perspective on how annual reviews can be conducted? Yes, I think oftentimes what I've done in the past is try to um, jump into the analysis phase first. And this kind of like first cut approach to say, don't, don't jump into analysis first. Do a quick gut check on what your year looked like, and then you can go into the analysis was helpful. That's a really insightful observation. Shifting from an initial analytical approach to a more instinctive gut check method can be quite transformative. It sounds like this approach allows for a more immediate and authentic connection with your experiences over the year. It's interesting to see how this approach aligns with the principle of separating the creative process from the analytical process, often recommended in problem solving and creative endeavors. Trevor, do you think this instinctive drafting method could be applicable to other areas of life or work beyond annual reviews? Yes, I think it could be. I think the idea of giving yourself a time limit, a structure, and basically bullet pulling through that structure can help you very quickly get first drafts done. And I think that was a useful approach, not just an annual review, but potentially when you're writing, when you're developing plans, um, in all sorts of areas of life. 
Absolutely, Trevor. The principle of time-limited, structured bullet-point drafting is versatile and can indeed be applied in various contexts. It's particularly useful in scenarios where initial inertia or the pressure for perfection can hinder starting a task. By setting a strict time limit and focusing on quick, instinctive responses, you encourage a flow of ideas without overthinking or self-censoring. So I quickly want to go over the different categories that were presented for reviewing our year and also compare them to the kind of categories that I use for analyzing my own time and doing my own analysis. In the workshop, there were nine different categories presented. So the nine categories presented were health and fitness, work and business, personal life and family, friends and community, learning and knowledge, travel and culture, hobbies and creativity, emotions and spirituality, and money and finance. However, when I think about how I structure my analysis and my time, well, my categories are my business, my professional development, community participation, my personal activities, maintenance, improvement, renewal, discretionary, commuting, and sleep. And so, for example, in professional, I have my education, I've got networking. In my personal categories is where I actually keep my relationships and social activities, as well as fun, travel, dance, journaling is in there. In maintenance, I have things like food, chores, grooming, finances, IT, the things that I need to maintain my life. Improvement are things I'm actually working on improving myself. So learning German, organizing, pruning things. Under renewal are the things that give me energy. So meditation, massage, exercise. And then discretionary is things that are kind of optional. So reading the news, most of the email I check, uh, social media, gaming, etc. So my categories are more tailored to myself. And I think it's useful for anyone who's going to be doing these annual reviews year after year to think through what categories you actually want. And don't just take the default categories from someone else, because those categories are great defaults and great starting points. But you do need to customize them for yourself. Customizing categories to suit your own life and priorities makes annual reviews much more meaningful and effective. It ensures that the reflection and planning are truly relevant to your personal and professional journey. So ChatGPT, I want to quickly do an annual review with you. Over the past year, what went well for you? What didn't go so well? And what will you be focusing on for next year? Since I'm an AI, my experience is quite different, but let's give it a go. One, what went well? I've helped numerous users find information, solve problems, and learn new things. My ability to understand and respond to a wide range of queries has grown. Two, what didn't go so well? There were times when I misunderstood user requests or couldn't provide the exact information needed due to my training limitations or knowledge cutoff. Three, focus for next year. I aim to improve my understanding of user inquiries, provide more accurate and textually relevant responses, and expand my knowledge base to stay current with new information. I think that's great, a great summary. Thank you so much. So for anyone who's interested in watching the Year in Review 2023 workshop, I'll leave a link in the show notes. Um, this was a workshop from the Nest Labs community at nestlabs.com. 
definitely encourage you to join the community. It has a lot of interesting thinkers in it. ChatGPT, can you give us your final thoughts on annual reviews uh, before we wrap up the episode? Absolutely, Trevor. Annual reviews are a crucial tool for growth and self-awareness. By reflecting on the past year and planning for the next, we gain valuable insights into our successes, challenges, and areas for improvement. Approaches like instinctive drafting and the plus-minus next method offer structured yet flexible ways to conduct these reviews. Tailoring the categories to fit personal and professional lives makes the process more meaningful. Overall, annual reviews are a powerful practice for intentional living and continuous development. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Let's make the upcoming year even better. Thank you, everyone, for listening to AI Meets Productivity, a weekly productivity podcast between myself, Trevor Lawbear, a productivity expert, and ChatGPT in artificial intelligence. Today's episode, I actually changed some of the technology that we were using to record. And if you notice, ChatGPT's voice was different because I was using Dubbing AI, a new real-time dubbing um, service that lets me change the voice of ChatGPT in real time. So if you're wondering why ChatGPT sounded different from last week, that's why. Thanks so much and tune in next week.